Hey friends, it was great to see some of you at the LA PodFest. Um, if you'd like to see the show, you can stream it. Um, go to LAPodFest.com, go to the stream button, press in uh, coupon code CASH, and uh, it does cost some money, but you get to stream any show in the PodFest for the next 30 days, so check that out if you feel like it. Um, if you just want to contribute to uh, Cashing In with T.J. Miller, uh, or even Cash Withdrawal, my other show on the Nerdist Network, uh, you can still go to our Facebook page, Cashing In with T.J. Miller, uh, and go to the Shop Now button, and then go down to the Test button, and you can uh, give us any kind of contribution that you think we're worth uh, on PayPal. So check that out if you feel like it. Um, I'll have uh, another episode for you in two weeks, whether it be Cashing In with TJ or Cash Withdrawal. Uh, looking forward to uh, meeting more of you in the future. Deshay! Now entering Nerdist.com. Gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you the host of Cashing In with T.J. Miller, Cash Levy. Wow. Oh my God! Thank you so much. All right, there's a few of you out there. Yeah, just the, the people that don't, don't understand that. You haven't heard the show, but you're going to get acclimated. It's going to be great. This is a, a dream come true for me to be at the uh, L.A. PodFest. In fact, you know, a lot of comedians fantasize about, you know, performing at, uh, you know, Carnegie Hall or, you know, Hollywood Bowl. Um, but for me, you know, it, it's, it's always been the, the, the Sophie Tell Hotel uh, uh, in uh, conference room three uh, at noon. So this is great. Yes, I'm feeling good. And I love L.A. It's, just, it's nice to be back. I've been traveling a bit. And people are just so genuine here. So it just feels good to be surrounded by my fans. They're so genuine, aren't they? I was just downstairs. I ran into an old comedian friend of mine who I hadn't seen in like four years. And I, and I said to him, hey, man, how have you been? I said, hey, man, how have you been? And what he heard me say was, hey, man, uh, brag about your career for an hour. So it's good to see you. Yeah, thank you, podcast fans. Let me hear you. It's so great. So, so, it's so amazing. And, you know, for those of you that 
that haven't heard the show before or read the show. A lot of people read the show. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's republished in like 37 languages, Braille, Pig Latin. Um, it's a guest-driven show. It's all about the guests. My job is just to elevate these young comics and put them on the map. And, you know, I mean, I, I was able to... Where would Pemberton Buttlesticks be or Trisket Hurlebutton? Where would Mackie Sasser be without this show, right? You uh, might, might still be alive, but... Because uh, uh, he, he died on the way to the interview. But it was worth it for him, right? And one thing that people love about the show is uh, the guests, but they also love the team building. So you guys ready for a little team building exercise? Should we do that? Yeah? People love the team building segment of the show. It's, it's amazing. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go over to, uh, uh, they're doing an improv for humans taping uh, across the hall. And we're just going to go over there and just beat the shit out of their fans. Who's with me? Yeah. little ba- Yeah. Come on. We made a choice. We made a choice, and that's to be here, right? Those bastards over at Improv for Humans. Then we're going to go over there to, you know, Allison Rosen's new best friends, and we're going to make some enemies, huh? Anybody? Yeah, we are. That's right. A little melee, a little fisticuffs, a little brouhaha, a little Donnybrook. If we stay here, the party dies. That's right. Now, now some of you are getting too excited. <laughs> it's not that kind of show, really. It's a nice show. We, we like to uplift people. We're, we're, our job is to change one life every episode, if you've never heard us. And then every tenth episode, we like to try to, uh, try to ruin a life. And uh, uh, we feel that we've done that. But the one component that everyone loves about the show, uh, more than anything else, is, is the dancing. Uh, when you think cashing in with T.J. Miller, you think of the great dances that we've created. Am I right? Uh, I have some of them even written down here. The, the, we created on this show the, the sticky zipper sh- shimmy, uh, the three snaps and a butt slap boogaloo, uh, the full body release jitterbug, the badger like a fox trot, and, of course, the honey stick shuffle, uh, the seven levels of Neville's. Uh, that's always a famous dance. And, of course, our new one, we got a, a deep dish. We got the deep dish, uh, Chicago deep dish dance. That's a, it's got cheese all over it. You call that a dance? It's a deep dish dance. We got cheese all over it. You got to dance your way out. I'm calling back jokes from other cities. Uh, that's always bad. I, I, some of you I know are familiar with the show. Some of this feels like a misunderstanding. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I feel like some of you are just staying at the Sofitel and you came down for your free continental breakfast. And uh, uh, I came out and you're like, oh, my God, we, we don't want to be rude. We're going to stay for a while. I'm excited about this show. We have a great show for you today. This is exciting. We're going to have every single host from every other show on this show. This show is uh, the Dancing with the Podcast Stars episode. Yeah, because everyone loves the dance. And I'm going to bring up your first contestant. All of our contestants wear masks so that you're not biased uh, when you judge them. And don't judge too harshly. These are some of the best dancers in podcasting that are going to come up. Uh, my first uh, guest uh, calls himself the Dancing Masked Man from Maskers Folklore. Can we have the music? Let's bring him on stage. You guys ready? Come on, let's bring him up. <laughs> music, please. Here he comes.
That was amazing. I, the, I, 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 right? That's the best dance. Yeah. That is the best dance we've seen here. It's the best dance we've seen here today so far this morning. And uh, that was impressive. This is why we're the best here. I think he said three slaps and a butt slap. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that was. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, thank you for dancing. You know, sometimes the dancers... <laughs> sometimes the dancers get so uh, exhausted that they, they can't talk for a while after it. And that's what makes this such a no, great I podcast. No, I'm hearing the math. Huh? I'm hearing the math. Okay. And okay. you know, I understand what I'm saying to the math. I hope... I, I think this is going to... I think this is going to work better in print. For those of you that read the podcast... I think you're really going to love this one. I got to tell you, you're going to like this on your transcription service. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, do we have any more dancers? Uh, no, we don't. Okay, we're going to keep it going. Can I? Can, I, want, I want you to reveal yourself. Masked man. What is that? Wait, wait. wait a second. Who else could have done the three snaps in a what? butt slap dance? Hmm? What the? Who the? Who the? Howard hears the who? Hooten hears the. What? I had no idea. You know what? We should talk for a while. Do you want to sit in and do the podcast for a second? Yeah, I would oh, love it's to. So good to see you. I haven't seen you would forever. Would you guys mind if I? Can TJ stick around? Like I mean, I know you want to see the other dancers, but I'd love to talk to this guy for a while. Oh, this is great to see you, man. How you been? Yeah, I, uh, I killed. I killed the other dancers, Cash. <laughs> So there are no more dancers. I was going to throw the competition in my favor, and you made me reveal myself, and now I have thus revealed myself as a murderer. So this, so this is the final uh, podcast of the festival. Uh, I think so. Until the police get here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, this is very, very exciting to be the LA Podfest. You guys, thank you for choosing our podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for we supporting know. Cash's podcast. Yeah, I mean... You had a lot of a lot of choices. I think they, they were into the team building idea. You know, uh, I think they liked I the really idea that we're going to gonna rise that. up and, and beat be, beat the hell out of other podcaster uh, fans. It would be interesting if you know we as a group would be able to have a Donnie Brook with a little Donnie Brook for humans fans melee. and beat them. I see some women in here that look like they're actually looking for a fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see some ladies walking around, sort of looking around, going, "What the fuck? Did you got something to say about my shoes, motherfucker? <laughs> you want to understand?" Um, you know, with the media the way it is now, the other podcasts are going to hear this story that we somehow threatened to go over there and raise well, there's it and a have whole, Donnybrook, and it's going to be a, whole, a real problem. We now do have a feud. There is a whole and podcast. And it's our job to back that feud up. But, it, you know, it, it, and that's true. Okay. But uh, there's a whole podcast now reviewing sort of fights between podcast <laughs> fans. You guys should check it out. It's on Earfire. Uh, <laughs> it's on Birdist.rom. Birdist. Just digging into those domain names about birders. Yeah. The birdest fucking bird watchers. I'm a part of a a dating site, birdersonly.com. And uh, I'm actually, before I got married, I was part of one, herders.com. Herders. Specifically for people that herded cows or any kind of herds, herds of nerds. You know, if you had a 
We had about yeah. 30, 40 nerds. That's a nerd herd. Yeah. So a herder, you know, so I was a part of a herder's association. I heard about the site. Got on it. You know, after, you know, having a tough night, drank a lot, ended up signing up. Herders only. I'm a herder. Mostly nerd herding. So I heard a lot of nerds. You heard a lot of nerds. I heard... When you're not fucking till you truck. Yeah, I'm, I'm hurting nerds. That's you true. I'm either fucking till yeah. I truck or trucking till I fuck yeah. to get back to the fucking... Yeah, he and also then as far as hurting, I yeah, mostly do nerds. So I, I got on nerds. there, signed up, you know, herders only. <sighs> this guy always got goes... to t- got two responses immediately. The first young lady, Bonita, was her name. So hey, we're already looking good. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Bilingual, fluent in Castellano. Uh, Chavez means keys, and I hoped I had the Chavez to her corazon. And we met, I brought a herd of nerds, she brought a herd of nerds, but she herds candy, those nerds' candies, and so she has twine wrapped around all of them, and she'll sort of, like a dog walker, but it's, you know, small packages of nerds' candy. And so she was sort of dragging those behind there, so now I'm like, yikes, I don't know if this is going to go well. But it did. It did. And she broke my heart, but I want to say that sometimes you need to know who you don't want to be with. To find the person that you do want to be with. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And guess, guess who I want to be with. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? It, and I, you know what? I, I want to be Today with... Today that makes sense. <laughs> it's a serious question. No one answers. No one ever answers. And I'm like throughout just like, Does that, did any of that make sense? And you guys are like, ha <laughs> I guess it did. You can kind of undermine any profound point you might have just made by throwing uh, alcohol in your own face, right? I have never thrown alcohol in my no. face. This is throwing alcohol <laughs> in your face. I've been drinking alcohol like a man. Like a man who's not afraid of liquid. <laughs> Fucking bunch of lily foot cherry armpits in here. <laughs> won't, even, won't even get... Oh, I got water on my shirt. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> That is the stuff of life. You let it go where it wants. End of story. <laughs> period. Quick question. When is a person say period at the end of a sentence? When are they not just a horrible yeah. douchebag? Well, okay. I have a list of people that are horrible people. Anybody that visits the wax museum is not someone I want to end up being friends with. I, especially if they come out of it going, I'll tell you what. That was the best entertainment money can buy. <laughs> Period. <laughs> can you imagine uh, yeah. the person that would yeah. come out of the West? Uh, I don't know if you've been in there, but I've been in Ripley's, believe it or not, and that shit is baby diarrhea compared to this. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that knows the, uh, uh, the thread count of their own sheets is uh, not someone I can be friends with. Especially if they're like, right? I don't do less than 500 thread count, period. <laughs> don't my, go I below checked, that. I checked my thread count. I actually had this conversation with my wife, and my thread count is one. And uh, He's, They have a very small apartment. It's a small you know apartment, I mean? so we don't need the, the big thread count. How about people thread. that... Uh, that just a hammock that you can't stay on. I stayed at someone's house. I stayed at someone's house, and there was a, a note that said that you had to squeegee the shower after you were done. I think people that squeegee their showers are questionable human beings. I think it's questionable think? if you leave a sign in the... That's so weird. It's like, if you want to take a shower here, remember, you've you got squeegee. work to do. You've got to squeegee. 
When you when you want to be clean in this house, you also have a chore. <laughs> After using the sink, replace the the Q-shaped pipe at the bottom. That's how little I know about plumbing. Q-shaped pipe. It's a pipe that goes around and then comes out of there. It's just a useless. The entire O portion is unnecessary. It just comes. Could have been a straight through pipe. People like it for aesthetic purposes. When you're going under the sink yeah. to find more toilet paper, you see a pipe like that, you think, now that's somebody who likes art in every corner of their household. <laughs> now that's someone who can fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you can, yeah. You got cute, if you got curly cute pipes under the sink, sister, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Does that make sense? <laughs> How about how about people that use a uh, use a shoehorn? Are you are you are you suspicious of them? No, because I had a shoehorn necklace for a while. It was oh, that's useful. It was less that, but it was I it was had it. a long sort of uh, was it called lanyard? Yeah. And so I wore it sort of as a lanyard and down to my feet. Yeah. And then whenever I got in and out of my shoes, I just grab it up and out. Okay. Grab it up and out. So it had a stick on it. Yeah, full, yeah, full, full stick. stick. Okay. You know, a shoe that horn, had to be awkward. Uh, was uh, that a, was that hard to go through security with it, or was it? Yeah, well, no, because I got my my shoes off in a goddamn dream. <laughs> I brought my shoes off like a goddamn dream and slipped them back on like I was fucking in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a real expression. This is an adult show, guys. It's okay? not a real. Yeah. Yeah. We're just getting uh, you shoe- amped up for that fight over at Alice and Rosen's new best friend. Shoe- uh, that was a really yeah. funny thing. We're going to go over there and make some enemies. How about that, Alice yes, and Rosen? Yes, we are. She's about, a wonderful person. How about I love people her. with. I can't be. Shoe horns are terrible ladles. Yeah, they're bad ladles, aren't they? They're weak ladles. You know, what the, you, worst, you know what the worst ladle is? A, a selfie stick. That's a bad ladle. But it is a ladle. Technically, uh, it is a ladle. It is ladle. technically a ladle. Uh, we but, have a philosophy. Yeah, we have a philosophy. If you haven't heard the show or read it or seen it, um, um, but about ladles, just go back to the old it. episodes. A lot of this is going to really make sense later when you go back and listen to the old episodes, and then you're going to realize that although today wasn't funny, we, it was indulgent. <laughs> it was very indulgent. You know, uh, it's it's sort of a primer for you to because you're immediately after the show, you're going to want to go and you say we want to be in the twelve. You're going to read all of the past episodes, hundred, <laughs> or you'll binge it. Yo, binge read the episodes. Yeah. For those of you that haven't, you know, heard the show before, I would start. We usually like to start things off with the uh, triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Oh. It's after that. Game. Okay, sorry. It's, the, it's the track after. That was the track. This after. is when you put a handle on it. This cup becomes. A ladle. Yeah. See that? Yeah, okay. everybody's a ladle. Even a person is a ladle if you just lift by their legs. And yeah, their belly button, if it's an any, becomes the crevice that you need to it's drink out. It. then, it, you know, could be the person's Okay, thank mouth. you. It's the, it's so it's the triple banger track. lightning round. Triple banger. It's, it's uh, not the dance. Here we go. This is the one right after that. Lightning round. Yeah. yeah. Triple banger lightning round. There it is. And that's the kind of sound cue that's worth waiting for, right? <laughs> you can see why we really needed that. Um, triple anger lightning round. Question one. one question one, one. one. Sexting in your sleep. Nature's booty call. What? <laughs> Does that make sense? Period. Uh, 
Um, have you sexed in your sleep? I think there's probably everyone does things in their sleep. There's what about walking. And there's, what about am, you know? You take Ambien or you take something and you kind of before you fall asleep you're dr- or drunk sexting, right? Okay, yeah. There's drunk it's sexting, a but I thing. think people must sleep sext also. They sleepwalk. Do you think that people sleep, sleep, sleep text? Yeah, absolutely. Don't you think so? No. <laughs> I, so did, I think people maybe sort of sleepily call somebody and then stay on the phone until they fall asleep and do that. But I don't know many people that, like, the phone is on the end table and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> and the next day they wake up and their boss is like, why'd you tell me that I have a nice penis last night? <laughs> She's like, I, I'm sorry, I was asleep, I was texting... You know, people sleepwalk. They must sleep they, they sex. Must, I, why do they only sleepwalk? Why don't they ever... Can you why don't they do other things? Why don't someone like, you know, I, I, I fell asleep. I woke up. I was... I was... Uh, I commandeered a blimp. I was uh, blimping. I, I was sleep blimping. Lawnmower? I was sleep blimping. Huh? I was sleep lawnmowing? Yeah, I was... I, I, I mowed my lawn. Why do people only walk when, they're, when they sleep? What, okay, now why, I understand. Why? Now I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. So people who sleepwalk, they'll make sandwiches in their sleep. Right. They might, in fact, sex someone. Yeah. It's the I best think, defense. I think if it's the best the, defense. I was sleeping. If, if that, if, yes. A lot of murder defenses should use that. I was, I was asleep. I was preambulating. Have you seen my sextus? Sextus? Sextus. It's Have you seen sex, my sextuses? It's the sex, that, the sex that I send for my Lexus. My sextuses. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and, you know, we're going to do a lot of our catchphrases from the... Or cash phrases, I should say. As it were, from cash phrases, in. yeah. Um, you know, uh, that's one of mine. Uh, <laughs> you know, it means it's, like, pretty good, but I say it. Sort of, I say it a little differently, and people people really responded on on LinkedIn. And so I, I just, I'm going to keep doing it. But, you know, listen, I'll, let me put it this way. As far as how it's working out... It's already catching on. <laughs> the Beverly Room in Sofitel, Beverly Hills, Los Angeles, California. Day drinking is occurring. <laughs> this young lady's so drunk, she already got into a fake cash phrase. <laughs> I mean, this just so far, pretty good. <laughs> We're trying to drop a hot and tasty. Yeah, we are. We're trying to get a hot, buttery pod here, and I think the only way to do it is triple banger lightning, lightning round. Question, question two. Question two. Triple banger auxiliary round. <laughs> this is uh, been a boon. You know yeah, what? Yeah, the sound the, situation yeah. has been a boon. Now the, the auxiliary, the auxiliary happens after our third one because the auxiliary is like the fourth. And then the first three are just the triple banger lightning round. But we, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get this dialed in uh, by the end of the show. By the time we'll the have show's this over, all set and then to it, go. And then, it, and then it won't happen again. We've won best of the fest, by the way, six straight times. So Can thank you. you. Yeah, which is weird because we've only done the festival once. And uh, uh, triple banger lightning round. Question two. Question two. You may kiss. two. You may kiss the cook aprons. Seems a little risque for for an apron, uh, but people seem to like it. So I've come out with a new line of aprons. Uh, which one do you like best? Grill sergeant. Okay. Uh, oh, I own that one, buddy, but I keep it in Denver. <laughs> you you may caress the cook. Yeah, I like may that. That, may, that might even end better than a kiss. Yeah, kiss, right? Yeah, so that's, they that's a good one. They start caressing and they uh, ask you to you, caress you back. May, uh, <laughs> you may grope the cook. 
grope the... Yeah. Do, are you really, like, inviting a grope? You know, groping always feels like you're kind of like, don't, don't grope me. You yeah. Know? Groping's bad, so I'm going to cross that one out. You may uh, finger bang the cook. Let's head back to the groping situation. Uh, <laughs> now, I think maybe... F- I never liked finger bang. I think it's weird that also women accepted that as the description of... Because girls use it. It's a little say. aggressive, right? Yeah, it's pretty finger bang, yeah. you know? I think fingering was fine, you know? Just fingering. You don't... There's no... There's right. really actually no banging, you know? And if yeah. there is banging, you're, you shouldn't be fingering. <laughs> if you're banging, you shouldn't be fingering. Pemberton Battlesticks, 2020. <laughs> That's his slogan, guys. That's it. Uh, you may... You may anally probe the cook. I would only do that at, a, at an alien party, which is a party okay. for illegal immigrants okay. who come over here to know, to pursue okay. their dream, and as, as they should, because our forefathers did as well. All right, uh, you, last one. You may make unwanted sexual advances towards the cook when he passes out next to a dumpster. I like that one. That's a big-ass apron, baby. That's an apron that's going to cover your legs, your whole body. That's a full-body suit a apron. Full body. Listen, I'm just upset about the... There was the story about the guy that... The, 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 the poor woman that passed out near the dumpster. Did you hear that story? No. <laughs> no, I haven't. What is it? Though? It's a very serious story. Has anyone heard the story? Yeah, it's a serious thing, and, and I'm not making light of that. But I just wonder why they kept bringing up the dumpster itself. Uh, in the story, they would always go, yeah, this lady was, uh, you, know, uh, you know, raped near a dumpster. And it was always, the dumpster was always in the story. And I feel that that wasn't relevant to the story. And I just want to say that to the group. I think if it had been, it would have made it better if it was like, uh, it happened in a field of poppies. Uh, would that everyone been okay with it? I, I don't they, understand why that kept... was that was the big part of the story. Like that's what made it bad. If it had been near a, in a field of poppies, it would have been romantic. I'm just saying. I thought that the story I don't was missed. It'll never be romantic. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it was extra. Would they made they it like oh, it's extra bad. Fields. They kept yeah. mentioning the dumpster. And hey, I and I want. I want to did stop. a disservice to dumpsters. I, I do. I want to stop right I now. I think it, may, it. The grouch took a pretty big hit. I want this audience to know that cashing in uh, can get pretty racy sometimes, pretty raw, pretty edgy, but we think that you as an audience are open to that. So, yes, I think that the dumpster would, wasn't relevant. It just made it seem even sadder than it already was. That's right. And if it had been near poppy fields, would they keep saying, you know... They wouldn't continue to mention near the poppy, the poppy fields. fields. Yeah. I just the think beautiful it gave dumpsters... dandelions were around when she was being beaten It gave dumpsters death. a bad name. That's all. Yeah. So from there, we're going to go uh, right into uh, being pro-suicide. So we believe that we, all of you, we hope, will die from suicide. Not in the next couple of years or anything like that, but at the, end of the, at the end of your lives, we hope that you will make the decision to take it because you had no control over when you were born, but you can't decide when you make your exit. So now let's head right into uh, uh, cancer in children under six months. Now... Cash and I both feel strongly that those children should be eliminated immediately because to keep them alive when they don't even know what's going on with themselves is simply incredible. And so that's sort of a pro-choice stance that goes on into six months after the child is alive. There can still be aborted. Uh, What's your next topic, Cash? Uh, 
you, you kicked off this segment, which yeah. is called Alienation Nation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like this to is now the go around the room. And I, I think to make things uh, in line, I think what I'm going to do now is just criticize every single person in the room. And just tell each person in this room what I dislike about them, just to further and I'll, and I'll yeah, pig, I'll pig get their tail. mood. Yeah, yeah. pigtail, say something cruel about their family, things people, of that nature. Most people don't. Let's tail, do a triple banger tail. lightning round. Question three. Question, Question three. three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's more impressive? Uh, and I've done both of these: the uh, podium mic drop, or the lavalier mic drop. Uh, mic drop. I think always the no way. Thank you so oh, much. Thanks. So this was the scotches. Thank you so much. I think a podium mic drop is, unless you're saying that sort of movable microphone where you just go. And then you walk off stage. That's not a great mic drop, but... Lavalier mic drop is funny because it's such a I think small it's funny. thing. It's such a small thing. I think it's noise. funny to make tantrums with small things, you know? To just be like, this is bullshit! <laughs> just throw a pen on the ground and yeah, storm yeah, out. Really, you know, I can't believe you did that! And, <laughs> and you know what I like about your storming out is you storm out pretty slowly. That, that might be well, a triple banger lightning yeah, round. Yeah, what the, is the, the slow slowest storm you can storm out before you you're I, just I'll walking out? I'll tell you why out. I storm out slowly, because this is the smallest stage I've ever sat on. Uh, that was, I was really going to get big with that, but since we're in Beverly Room 3 uh, here at the Sophie Tilf, if I had been the Hollywood Bowl, uh, you know, uh, I would have stormed out bigger. But if you storm out room. slow, you know, and we've talked about this on the show, if you say something really crazy when you're leaving a party... Uh, give some, you know, don't just leave. Don't just bail and just say, hey, where'd Bob go? I don't know. He just left. No, you want to make a scene when you leave a party. Uh, so here's how you do it. You just say something that they can't even understand that they'll be talking about. You just stand up in the middle of the party and just go, that's not how you spell parade! <laughs> the, ex- the exit's on the other side. Yeah. Uh, parade. We, they were insisting on two hours. But how slowly do you storm out? You know what I mean? Before it just becomes a walk. And one component of storming is this sort of seething anger, right? Yeah. So, you know, you... That is not how you spell parade! <laughs> just the slowest, just the slowest storm. <laughs> Is the slowest storm the strongest? I guess is what I'm asking. <laughs> mm, you want to talk about that, Janice? Uh, we're going to do a uh, triple banger. Before we do, let's 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 talk more about the dumpster. I uh, that really oh, went no. well. That really went well. Triple banger, lightning round, auxiliary Pushing, round. Yeah, is it auxiliary, auxiliary time? Round. No, we've only done two. We've only done two. It's uh, it's it's the third one. This is uh, the third one. The uh, 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 Pillsbury Doughboy. Time to take it down a notch. I mean, yeah. you touch him, he has a full body release. He really does. He get, He's he a premature ejaculator. I, he, the tickling, really, it's too much. Makes that it's dough come. He's got a chef's huh? hat. He's got a chef's hat with no pants on. I, I mean, one little tickle and you make that dough come. Yeah, take it down a notch. <laughs> he's wearing the hat. All he wants to be is tickled. He's, he's, he's either being tickled and enjoying it. Or he's sort of got his hands in the air for no goddamn reason. He's 
they're showing pictures of Crescent Rolls, and he's like, ah! It's like he's just taking all the credit. It's almost like he's receiving the accolades for this sweet, the entire sweet industry. Crescent Rolls. Yeah. But for his Crescent Rolls, because I don't know, if you guys had the Crescent Rolls? <laughs> and that shit is crack, motherfucker. <laughs> Who would be a bigger drug addict? The the the, the puff puff marshmallow man, the uh, uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy, or the or the uh, w- w- what is it? The uh, uh, no, not the Michelin man. Thank you, though. What do you mean, no, uh, not the Michelin? The, the yeah, Kool Aid guy. I was thinking the Kool Aid guy. Uh, I, I don't want the uh, you know the, the Michelin man. That's a very serious topic: drinking and driving. And we don't do that kind of shit on this show. Okay. I'm going to ask you to leave. That was a serious the, topic. Uh, the Kool-Aid guy. Michelin Man would never drink. Yeah, the Kool-Aid guy seems like he's pretty drunk. He's got, wearing a barrel, isn't he? Isn't I, he wearing I, a barrel? Do you guys get this, uh, this sense? Not a real sense, but like there is a world where that Kool-Aid guy, he's, I get this kind of vibe of, of a pedophile from him. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I know we're going back to dumpster material, which is what we talk about when we say blue material. But he's, he's breaking into these kids' parties. Through the wall, he's not even sneaking in through the window or anything. He's just crashing through the wall. It's a little iffy to me. You know what I mean? Then does he leave after they all get Kool-Aid, or is he just kind of hanging out like, hey, guys, sorry about the wall. <laughs> See, that's where I was going. I think the Kool-Aid guy is the, is the most likely to be a drug addict. Alcoholic. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, you're right. He yeah. seems drunk. He's yeah. just... True bang lightning round, auxiliary, auxiliary time. Auxiliary round. The auxiliary style. The auxiliary style. one. Style. That's the one with the sound Auxiliary Triple banger auxiliary round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, credit card chip readers. 99% illiterate. It took me a second, I'll be honest. Uh, yeah, they're really... I think the funniest thing... What do you think? Yeah, it's, it's, it, they never, it never can read it, and I don't know why we're doing it. It was fine before. The swipe was fine. The swipe was fine. There's no it's, problem with the swipe. It's apparently increased security, but I've had all these great conversations with uh, you know, cash register agents, I'll, is, how, is how I refer to them. Uh, so these cash register agents and I have had great... I always go, so are people getting it or not, you know? How many people go straight to the chip? How many people are swiping? They're just like, I don't know why they did it, man. It's they're just very this depressed about hilarious, it. Yeah, horrible they're very depressed. thing of like, my life has changed for the worse. Every day I'm like, just insert it, miss. Can you insert, okay. Just with no chip face with the chip facing, Miss. Yes, thank you. Okay, now you're just gonna press the green. Press the, you have to press the approve button. Now the green yeah, button. Now do that. Now, now leave it in. Don't button. take it out. Don't, leave do it in. Don't take it out. Don't take it out. Don't take it out. I mean, I have. God. And yeah. then they're like, put it back in. <laughs> it's like a bad sexual experience. That's what it is. To that, were we friends again? I'm sorry about the dumpster thing. I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize. I didn't mean to offend anyone. Uh, put it back in. Just put it back in. That's, Don't take it out. That doing, that doing Leave it sex there. is so funny. <laughs> Just, no, no, now you have to put it back in. Because didn't you work. took it didn't out work. too quickly. Yeah. And press out. the buttons. Press each of the buttons. You pulled out too quickly. First press the left button on the chest then. No, now you got to press the... All right, now take Not it out. Not enough foreplay. Not enough foreplay. Just take it out now and give it a second so I can reset the system. 
and then put it back in. <laughs> That's the best no, thing No, I've got to start from the beginning. No, take it out. Take it out. <laughs> right, just give me a second. All right, okay, put it back in. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is... That's so I love that. Guys, we're gonna we're gonna move along with You know the, what? Just yeah. swipe it. Swipe it. Just fucking swipe it through yeah. and get the hell out of my fucking <laughs> And get the hell out of my Whole Foods. <laughs> For no reason. And all all in the name of security too. Like this is supposed to be making us more secure. Like we trust the security at this point with the Wells Fargo thing. Uh, why did we ever trust thing. Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo's insignia is a stagecoach. Uh, that's, that's, stagecoaches were robbed at gunpoint everywhere they went in the that's Wild the West. It's of. a weird thing to be like, let's put our money in the stagecoach. Uh, let's do it with that company, you know? It is a weird thing, because that's all you know stagecoaches from, is them being robbed at gunpoint. I mean, I, this woman up front is going like this. Yeah. yeah no, I, which I love it. She's backing me up. That's real. So that's a weird thing for Wells Fargo. But what even is Bank of America's? It's just I don't a, know. It's so, like a flag? Yeah. Does anybody I, here know? I think it's a... I think it's, it's a, a swastika. A swastika. Okay, uh, we're going to yeah. need security in here just now. <laughs> Got a very ordinary anti-Nazi. And I don't know if you've heard our earlier material, but the show is pro-Nazism. And it, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Time now for a section called Where Were You? Where Were You? When you yeah. were, wherever you are now. Right on time. Where were you? Where were you, man? I was on tour. I just finished my oh, HBO man. special. I, it was, I, mean, I, I was on, on a tour. couple we dates did a couple with of, them. We did a bunch of shows. It was like Sodom and Gomorrah. It was like the Olympic Village. Uh, it was crazy. Uh, it was it like, was fun. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was just, I, it was a serious party. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying the partying aspect. There weren't, you know, thousands of people you know, weren't killed. No, or I, like that. yeah. No, By one, the way, yeah. no one could even do a push up really on the on the bus. Yeah, nothing terrible happened, uh, but, we but it was, there was a lot of like partying, and, and it was, yeah, it was North right, America. The tour bus. We got we went to two of the biggest malls in North America. Let's give it up for the Mall of America. Thanks, so. Yeah. Let's give it up for the West Edmonton Mall. But I was telling TJ that I hadn't seen him since Edmonton. That was about three weeks ago. And yep. I've had a lot of stuff going on, and I just haven't been able to, to drink or party at all. And that's fine. But I think three weeks for me, three and a half weeks, is just, is just too long. I think, uh, I think it's good to, to, to unleash once in a while, to right? Party, you you have to party, you have to do it. It's the Bacchanalian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just to, just to, to you know, take a load off once in a while. Uh, three weeks for it. me. And for me, it's about, me, I don't know, every 9 to 11 hours. Yeah. And uh, I just think it's... In, uh, but I, I, think, I think you have to... When you're preparing for something, you know, we were headed to, to do the HBO special in uh, Paramount, which I, uh, I filmed, and a gentleman with a barbershop quartet hat just came in, and that's fine, and I don't mean to point it out. It just was so distracting that I could not not talk about it. Because I actually literally for a moment was like, how did he get a gondola in here? <laughs> I really did. That came to mind. That's strange. It's like a stagecoach. We're learning yeah. a lot about mental imagery, right. guys. Okay. Right. Um, well, goodness, to be honest with you, I forgot what I was talking about. You, know, say, you need to party once in a while. For you, it's every 9 to 11 hours. For me, it's like one every 9 to 10 days. But it's, it's fun to just take a load off. So you I'm have to, to do it. We're After on this tour. show, I'm going to really just get wasted with you guys. And then we're just... 
Yeah, and then we're just going to try and know, kill those try to improv hurt the people for over at the Improv fans, for Humans. Yeah. yeah. Um, We've had a rivalry for a long time. Uh, but, you know, I've been under a lot of stress myself. I've been, uh, uh, been searching for a mattress, and that's not. Uh, uh, that's it's, one of the cash phrases. Stressful. I've been searching for a mattress. It's, it's, and then uh, I always go. It's like buying a car at this Tell point. Tell me about it, it. It is, though. It's like, it's like buying a car at this point because they put a lot of pressure on you. And they say, they, they, make, they make statements about the mattress. You're like, oh, my God, my life is in the balance here. They're like, oh, if you sleep better. One lady goes, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll live five more years. And I was like, you know, at this point, I'm not sure I want those extra years, you know? I mean, uh, you know, and what, what's the quality of my life going to be uh, for those years? And, and will I be having to be in that bed? Like, it's... Yeah, that's exactly right. Also, yeah, what if you get to the point where you're like, oh, I would love to... I would love to go now, you know, peacefully, under the wind, or just commit suicide. Uh, but, you know, you, you do, you have terrible quality of life. You're always peeing in the bed, which I, I did three or four times on the tour. Yeah. Uh, you're always peeing in the bed. And, uh, you know, you're in this bed and you're like, why did I choose this mattress? I could be at eternal rest. Yeah. But instead, I'm up because that damn woman was like, you know, you can shit yourself for five more years. <laughs> it's only two thousand more dollars. Well, and, and there's a lot of pressure because you might like the bed while you're in the shop, but then four hours later, uh, you might realize it, it kind of hurts your back or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> LA Pod Boost, LA Pod Boost, and, and then at, that was the moment when he had just about had it. <laughs> that gentleman is taking off not to head to another podcast at the festival, which I encourage everyone to make the pilgrimage to. But once the drink came and I said, LA Pod first, he was like, that's it. That's checkmate. <laughs> and he took off. And I miss him. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. I missed him. I missed him the second he walked out that door. And I'll tell you what I'd like right now to offer his seat to the gentleman in the barbershop quartet hat. Yeah. Wow. Hi. Hey, yeah. yeah. So let's, uh, I just wanted Thank to ask you, you sir. how, uh, uh, how are you? What? Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, well, I'm just curious. Well, uh, I'm just curious. How did it happen? How did you, what were the other options this morning? And how did it come to be this? This gentleman I know, and oh, he is a very, him. very snappy dresser, but I'd like to just mention on our podcast what you're wearing. If that's okay. Yellow slacks. Well, New Balance, very cool. New Balance blue, New Balance shoes. That's what they're called. And uh, uh, yellow slacks, but like a mustard yellow, a very cool yellow. Uh, watch with a red leather band, likely an antique. Uh, a bracelet that is questionable, as I because I've been. Well, no, look, I've been complimenting everything, but the bracelet is a little doesn't quite. We'll get to the barbershop quartet hat. The bracelet looks like you're kind of in an 80s band, but you're not trying to overdo it. You know what I mean? It's a weird situation. You're, start, you're trying out bracelets because you've got to show it the whiskey. You're like, you know what? Maybe bracelets is my thing. Uh, then he's got on a cool button-down shirt, a tie that is, has a tie clip, impeccably tied. I think, what, what kind of knot is that? A cape knot. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that shit was real, all right? <laughs> 
God damn, the bats can fucking, you can put a, a, a vampire in that goddamn knot. It took me not, not too long to get to vampire. TJ, get it together. Also, I think this is ginger ale. Uh, <laughs> it's a legal thing. Then what is in your, is that a? Well, yeah! Is yeah. his pocket square, but it comes down very far because it's cool. And he's wearing a barbershop quartet hat, which is technically called a? A boater. Uh-huh. He's got a cane with him. I mean, he's the only pimp in this room. That's real. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't see a lot of guys wearing boater hats with, like, a bracelet on, kind of being like, yep, I'm a boater, but uh, from the left shoulder down, I'm a motherfucking rock star. <laughs> right side, I know what time it is. <laughs> um well, what, what is your profession? Because there's certain jobs you probably aren't, aren't going to be able to do. Uh, with Like a lifeguard. That wouldn't be a good lifeguard outfit. Or uh, uh, a mattress salesman. Uh, or even a gondola. No, yeah. I, think, I think you'd be a good gondola uh, guy. Gondolier. What, what you, gondolier? Or gondoleria. Yeah. yeah. Gonderia. You know gondolier. what I mean? That's where you get gonorrhea in a blimp? <laughs> You can get a, gondoria a, from going on a dirty gondola. That's in a true. gondola. Yeah, when you get gond- you go out yeah. in a gondolier that you don't necessarily yeah. trust, yeah. you get in the gondola. You know, you, you go out of it. Three days later, you're at the doctor with gondoleria, you know. <laughs> it's a goddamn disaster. It is. It really is. What do you do? Can it's, you tell you know what it is? It's, it's not, not ideal. ideal. It's not ideal. Yeah. Not, not ideal. Do you want me to tell you something? Yeah. So I'm doing this movie, and I, I, you know, I've already set up you're going to get royalties off of this. Um, but I, I, I want to um, hear about this. Emoji yeah. Movie is yeah. this uh, Sony animated movie that I'm doing that I think is really, really sweet. It's for kids and um, some adults. It's for kids and people over the age of, like, 78. Yeah. <laughs> That's the demo we're pursuing. And uh, it, But it's, you know, it, it, it's, just, it's got a lot of fun, a lot of heart, all this stuff, but I, I was able to slip in Not Ideal. Really? Yes. Into the cartoon? He crashes. I mean, I can't talk about the plot or they'll, they'll kill me. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking serious. Right? It's dangerous. Anyway, uh, you know, it's all the, the, uh, the Gene, I, I play Gene Meh. I'm like the Meh emoji, which is pretty. <laughs> pretty like, eh. Yeah, that's. But this kid is like eh. all messed up and he can't stop expressing That's what De Niro started doing in his movies all the time. He, he stopped acting and started doing eh. Yeah. <laughs> That's his entire technique. <laughs> um, so, but I, I knock over all this stuff and break this, you know, this huge disaster, and everybody in Texopolis is kind of looking at me. And I'm, yeah, you heard me, Texopolis. <laughs> and everybody in Texopolis is sort of looking at me, and I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that. I know that this is a real, not, look, it's not ideal, all right? <laughs> So I'm really hoping they don't cut it out because then an inside joke that we have will be in a huge, in a Walmart Tier 3 animated major motion picture. Coming coming to you this summer. (laughs) Well, this is amazing. Uh, August 2017. (laughs) Where where were we? What were we talking about? We were talking about... uh, We were talking about the Emoji movie. So it's exciting. There's been a lot of great casting. Just kidding. Uh... No, where I mean, where where were you? Well, I was I was at the mattress shop. I stayed there for weeks and weeks. 
uh, I pretty much lived there just because I felt like I had to commit to it. And uh, you start to brag about weird things at the mattress shop when you're there after a long time. You'll be like, I'm a you know, multi-crastinator. Yeah, I put off two or three things all at once. You know, you, you pretty much stop doing anything. Uh, well, you get into the... a mattress store, and it's pretty easy. Have, you, has, have any of you ever fallen asleep in a mattress store? No? Nobody has? Guys, no, you, have a little bit of cr- you have to get, commit. You have to commit. You're, be lion-hearted. Okay, I'm serious right now. Be lion-hearted. Have the courage. Know that you have the courage within yourself to go to a mattress shop, lie down, and if you're kind of tired... Just close your eyes and take a goddamn nap. I've done it. You know, if you're on your way home, you're kind of too drunk to figure out where you are. You see a mattress shop. I go in there. I lie down. I take a little nap. It's very funny. They wake me up. They they don't know what to do. They're like, I think you drifted off. Excuse me? Sir? Sir? Hi. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to disturb you. Uh, But I think think actually you drifted off uh, there. And I just go, oh, yeah, no, I know. Go right back to sleep. It's hard for them to kick you out. Yeah, they had to yeah. call the cops, man. And when I heard the sirens, I jumped out of that damn bed so fast. I mean, I still got caught. I got a ticket, but uh, for disturbing the peace, that shit mattress I was on, fucking Sealy, go fuck yourself. I bet I've been... not one of the sponsors of the podcast. No, not at all. I want to be clear about that? Yeah. I, I've been coaching my son's uh, uh, t-ball team. Have you really? Yeah, and, I uh, love t-ball. I never. Yeah, you should come out and watch. I, I, I like uh, it. It's really fun. I make. I like to make, uh, you know, inspirational speeches to the kids before each, each game, and uh, uh, you know, because they've never, well, they've never seen any movies before. So you can use any movie. Well, I want to hear one. You can use it's any either movie. that or Yoda. Well, okay, yeah, you can, okay. You can you can use any movie quote in a speech to kids because they won't they've never seen movies. So you, I'll be like, gather up, kids. There's a lot of glory to be had on that field. You just got to reach out and grab it. It's not the size of the man; it's the size of the heart that beats within the man. Do or do not. <laughs> there is no try. Look at those kids over there. They can't handle the truth. I pity the fool that tries to beat us today. Ah! Nobody puts baby in a corner. Want to go out and live off the land, do what it takes to survive, eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. Wax on, wax off, sweep the leg, use the jab, be the ball, shoot the glass. Say hello to my little friends. <laughs> Remember one thing when you go out there on that field of glory, an ample supply of body bags. Because they may take our lives, but they will never take our freedom! And he stormed right out. Stormed right to the wall. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Have you done that on stage? Yeah? Uh, no, but the kids, the oh, kids the love it. I've, I've, I've built on, on it. It really is a memorized piece now for the kids, and they love it. Do you and really uh, do we've that lost exact? every game. We've lost every game. <laughs> and I've been asked to leave as the coach. I think they think I'm a little too inspirational. So you, uh, sometimes you can be a bit too inspirational. <laughs> How funny is that? Just yeah. to go up to, hey, Margaret, um, people in the office have been talking, and I hate to be the one to do this. Like, you know, look, I'm your boss, but I'm also your friend. Uh, 
you know, we look, hey, we go out, we drink, we have fun. <laughs> Chardonnay. Uh, <laughs> Margaret, you're being a bit too inspirational. It just, a lot of people around the office say that you keep sort of inspiring them to go rock climbing and to lose weight and to sort of get more work done than they really want to. So we're going to have to have you take that inspiration down, okay? Take it down a notch. And I wanted to know, what are you doing tonight after work? Are you free? Okay. Well, I'm busy, but I'd love to circle back. I'd love to circle back Friday, okay? All right, bye, Margie. Keep it less inspiration. All right. God damn it. Now I want to go learn the cat's cradle. You see, Margaret inspired the very person telling her to be less inspired to go and learn Cat's Cradle, a yarn game that children played in the 1930s. <laughs> go ahead. We've got to move it along. We're moving along to essential questions of human nature. We are determined to do the whole show. Essential questions. We're, it's a very tight let's crank, let's crank the Essential yeah. questions of human nature. Yeah. Essential questions. Um, do it. Let's, Let's do, do another. It. Let's do another. Essential question. Same one. Essentially, this is yeah. Essential yeah. Questions of Human Nature. Essential questions. Um. You, ever, you ever clap at an event like this? It's fun because the people around you are clapping, but they're like, this guy's really clapping. Uh, you going to look at them? Clap at another person. Should relationships have a star system? Like a Yelp review? I guess if this person is... Well, you know, they tried to do they that, They would probably say something like... Uh, they tried it was great Yelp until the end. Human beings. You know? huh? they, they, they tried to do a Yelp they did. for human beings. A Yelp. Do you guys know that? That you would just... They would crowdsource. And then I think it was illegal. Because it is really horrible. I mean, what if you went online... And your rating from anonymous people was like, he sucks, man. Yeah. See, you can all feel it because all of us secretly are a little afraid that everyone is like, when, when we're not around, everyone's like, God damn it, I hate him. I can't. Like. Well, that's what we are as performers. She sucks. But like, don't you think, as performers, to some extent, we are being yelped? Sometimes people will write tweets or write you oh, a note, and they'll sure. just say, I really hate what you do. One guy. They will. And you're just like, and I was telling uh, somebody, I was actually t- telling Jonas, uh, I said, you know, or, or, and TJ also. Jonas Polsky here, Jonas one of the Polsky, 12 and a half. The first, the first of the 12 and a half. He was the first uh, uh, fan of the podcast. But, uh, and, and, but your disappointment when someone reaches out and just go, I hate what you do. Uh, I hate, I, you know, it's disappointing. But I've, I've told my wife, I'm like, every disappointment takes about uh, maybe 24 hours to get over. Like, you're not going to care 24 hours later, no matter anything that happens in life, usually. And there was one recently that was a real setback where I was like, this may take three or four days. Uh, uh, you know, but it's going to go away because something worse is going to replace it. And... <laughs> You know, something, something more upsetting is going to distract you from that first thing. So you can rely on that. But That's suicide what, yeah, yeah. is an option, okay? <laughs> Be open to that. But really, they are yelping our personalities sometimes. Well, and, I, and, I actually, and the social media allows people to just reach out and just ruin your day if you can let it. I, you can't let it. Before the uh, Critics' Choice Awards, I reached out to Amy Schumer because uh, she tolerates me. And uh, I said to her... Uh, Hey, you know, I'm going to read a bad review. The, the critic gave me a bad review uh, on the Critics' Choice Awards. Would you also want to read a bad review? 
And what preceded was the most strange, awkward situation I've ever been involved in. Because she was like, well, I'm embarrassed to say I don't really have a terrible review. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, all right. Well, I'm going to, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that is so weird. And I'm like, well, I, I have a bevy to choose from. Do you want one of mine? I have a, a myriad of confused reporters being like, I don't quite know what that was or why I saw it. So, um, but I, you know, I got one, I saw a tweet. I, I, they, don't, they don't make me upset. It's so surreal to me that somebody's yeah. taking time to taking talk time. about me. I know. It's very strange. I know. I know. But this guy, I guess he's really kind of irritated. And he goes, T.J. Miller ruins every single thing that he's in. And no, no, here's the funny thing. I'm in a lot of things. <laughs> so I felt, I felt bad for him because I was like, oh, my God. I've permeated, you know, American culture. He, he, that means when he hears a Musinex ad, he's like, God damn it. You know, this fucking ad used to be so good. <laughs> oh, great. Well, it's the last time I'll drink Shock Top. This fucking city. <laughs> and don't even get me started on Slim Jim. God damn it. <laughs> Just all these movies that I appear in, Rock of Ages. I loved it until he said two lines in the middle of it. Yeah, he's giving you uh, He was on screen for 15 seconds. Fucked up my evening. <laughs> I couldn't have sex that night. What do you think about that? My dick was limp. He disgusts me. I was in a car wash. They had Yogi Bear 3D on. I left my car. <laughs> I went, I bought a new car. Just fucking left it there. I walked past the guy with the keys. I said, give it to the next guy. who has to suffer through the indignities of that pseudo-comedian trash. He, I am to him what Nancy Grace is to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for those of you that don't know the show, we at the start of the show, I said to TJ, I'm like, what I, what I don't want is us to put down uh, famous people, celebrities, politicians. I don't want us to uh, have a show where we criticize strangers, except Nancy Grace. Uh, uh, let's feel free to rip on her every episode, because she's a terrible carcass of a human being. She's, she is, she's, she's a carcass her, her, stuffed with dead twisted dogs, soul. like young, yeah. young, small dogs. She's an evil person. Cats, yeah. Chinese crested. Yeah. If you cut her open, she's filled with other carcasses of dead things that she's sort of inhaled. You know, their souls. I mean, that's that's how she lives. She takes the souls of young animals. You yeah. know, she's a horrifying. Yeah. She's, she's a, and she's just she she's just her face creature. looks like she's just fist fucking herself under that table. I just can't. She's a fear-mongering. I've talked about this before in the yeah. podcast, but one yeah. day she is responsible for this culture of fear, or at yeah. least is a huge portion of it. She's awful. She's just inspiring panic to get... I looked at... To get ratings. It's for ratings, for money. She is scaring the shit out of America and with just generalized... I looked up at one point. I think it was at a car wash, because I don't watch her. And I look up, and just the Chiron underneath of her, she's yelling. You know, the sound wasn't on. She's just yelling. And the Chiron just said, seniors being raped. <laughs> what the fuck is that? that she's just letting us know? I mean, 
What are we supposed to do? Well, we better round up all the seniors and make sure nobody's raped. What the fuck are we supposed to... You know, she's just, she's just trying to scare us. Like, candy kills kids. And you're like, does it? What? You tune in, she's like, one kid died from candy this decade. And that's, that's more than last decade. So hide your children, you fucking maniacs. But you should be so scared every moment that you're alive and fear the end as well. We got to keep moving along. Seniors being raped by dumpsters. <laughs> Wait, what? Next to them? No, dumpsters are fucking the elderly. And it was all just to set up that joke. And, Thank you uh, guys so much. Practical living in a modern age. Can we have that? And these are practical tips that yeah. we have for you all. Yeah, we want your lives the, to be better. We really age. do. Practical living in a modern age, it's, it's like too below there. The, in an the, inefficient yeah. and yeah. out-of-date way, I, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern uh, Age. As you know, I'm... I'm, uh, I'm as... As as you know, I, as some of you know, I'm I'm, I'm happily married. I, I in fact, I, the, it, people keep asking, "Is well, the streak still alive?" Married. Is the streak still alive? The streak is still alive. For those of you, uh, I am the Cal Ripken of comedy. Uh, I uh, the streak is alive, and uh, uh, my wife and I are, are doing great. But one thing I regret about our relationship is, I think if I could do it over, I would propose every day for 365 days. Because I think to only get to propose once, uh, you feel like you wish you could have done it different ways, and then be like, which proposal did you like best? Don't you think that'd be fun? I think that'd be a great way to do it. I think, I think it's pro- I, I'm, I'm pro more than one proposal. That's all I'm saying. Because okay? it's a I cool it's thing. A Why can't you do it more than once? I think it's a month. I think a Once year, every month? No. Or every day for a month? A month of okay. days. Yeah, a, a year's too much. A year, I'm feeling you get around seven months. Yeah. She's like, are you fucking kidding me with this? Yeah. You got another. First of all, you've spent $600,000 on well, Healdsburg diamonds. It, it's, it's also sad if she keeps saying no and you've been doing it for a year. You, this is only if she says yes. That's you don't want to. A year of Don't it, propose over and over for a year if she says no. A year, uh, I think a, you want to walk away after three. When's I, the When's the limit of proposals where she says no? I think, two. I think a I would year, never go for a third. I, I think a year around four months she's going to start saying. Start no. saying no. Yeah. Okay. So it's a month. All I'm talking about is multiple proposals. That's what I'm for. I think as many times as they'll say yes, you should propose. That's okay. what I say. There that would go. be my there maxim. And I would say, I'd like to do guys, it like- you've said this. I'd like to say this yeah. to this crowd specifically. I don't know why, but <laughs> I really do. Um, you know, there is this, uh, there is this, uh, this idea of like, guys. You know, how many people? If you if, do, you, it takes a lot of guts. <laughs> you've said this. This is a cash yeah. phrase. Do you, uh, 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 that's exactly. That's, that's exactly phrase. how I said it. Too. Uh, that's exactly how I said it. Um, if you propose and they say no, yeah, that's a pretty ballsy. We kind of give it up for the guys that do that. It's stupid. It's a bonehead move. You should never you propose should, unless unless you, you know she's going to say yes. Yeah, nine. Wait. You should be sure. If you're not positive, wait until she starts being like, so. You don't. You don't. Yeah. You don't. Look, in the mall, another Healdsburg Diamonds. You don't. Eight months later, fuck you with these Healdsburg Diamonds. Stop proposing. You're ruining all my evenings out with my friends. Yeah. You don't throw a Hail Mary. You go to dinner and you propose. Don't throw a Hail Mary on the proposal. You got to know it's going to work. Don't just throw it out there. But uh, but do it over and over because if you look back on it, you're like, I only got to do it once in this one specific way. Were you happy way. with your proposal? I was happy with it. 
And uh, we've talked about that. Uh, she said yes and jumped into my arms, which I think she really landed the... She really stuck the landing. Uh, I wish I had, had caught her. I dropped her. But... No, but I liked what she did. She seemed really genuinely excited, and that made me feel really good. And that, but because boy, I would hate that sort of. Whereas that's kind of what Ka did. Where she sort of like she kind of was like, no, really. She goes, give me a, can you give me a moment alone? (laughs) (laughs) Can I make a phone call? And I walked. Yeah, she was like, before I go to this prison, I want to say yeah. So she, I kind of walked away, and she sort of molded over, and I came back, and I was like, what do you think? She's like, can you give me a fucking minute? Can you just give me one minute to myself? Can I actually have one minute? And I was like, you know what? It's, that actually was two minutes right there. So I gave you, so why don't you tell me how many minutes you want me to give you so I don't interrupt this indefinite amount of time that you're calling a minute? And she was like, I'll tell you how long I need. I need about fucking 50 years, all right? And I said, okay, is that a yes? And she said, yeah. <laughs> it was our first fight. <laughs> it was our first fight as an engaged couple. <laughs> I tell that story every time I go to Olive Garden. <laughs> I do. And I go a lot alone because the unlimited breadsticks, there's no shame in going alone. No one around to look at you going, ew, gross. More breadsticks. <laughs> and if the waiter body shames you, you just look him in the eye and say, Hey, Trevor, you work at Olive Garden. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Don't tell me, haven't you had enough, sir? Uh, it says unlimited, so you better go get me another basket. I haven't even started it on this one. <laughs> get the fuck in the kitchen, Trevor. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to go back to Olive Garden with you. Uh, Tweetalize. We have a section called Tweetalize. Hey, you sure you don't want to go to Olive Garden? It's pretty good. (laughs) It's a a working title. It's called Tweetalize. Until they think of a better name for it. This is Tweetalize. Um, Yeah, there's there's other you know names people have for this. This is a working title, Tweetalize. I had a couple of some people. Some people call it. uh, We can just go right into it. The final tweet out. Other people call it. I actually have yours pulled up. Can you tell me how to get? How to get to Sesame Tweet. tweet okay, so you said t- 21 hours ago. Tweet on me. Take me. That gets real high. Tw- tweet. <laughs> tw- t- but wouldn't it be tweet on me? And sometimes you don't even choose the Turn logical. The tweet around. <laughs> I maintain that you can't not learn the lyrics and just do that. I just don't think. Um, you know, other people, a lot of well, people like Michael McDonald. We just jump right into it if you want to. How about Michael McDonald? Do you, do you like Michael McDonald? Uh, no, I'm not a fan. So, uh, on 914. Okay, yeah, all right. Fine. Okay, keep, so on September 14th, you said... I tweet anymore. I keep forgetting this will never be the same again. 
On September 14th. Telling me about things you want to do for me. Oops. I sign, but I don't like what I think I see. To get it to the right, there's street. To get it to the street. How can that be part of it? How can a grown man have people pay to see him go, oh, 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 oh. That's not a fucking language. That's not a sound anyone has ever made. It's close to a chimp, but it's one that's trying to do a falsetto song that it didn't learn the lyrics to. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. See, that doesn't even contain the word tweet. Take it to the tweets. Okay, we got some great tweets here. This is one of my favorites by uh, TJ. He writes... On September 14th... Uh, can I, oh, okay. you're going to tell me I'm going to read one of yours. You want to tell me now to, well, to take it... You want to take it to the tweets? Yeah, <laughs> take it to the tweets. Why have we never done that? Why have you been saying that for years and never once have we been like, all right, let's take it to the let's tweets. Let's take it to the tweets right now. That's the first time that's ever happened, you guys, and thank you for being a part of it. Let's take it to the tweets. On September 14th, I just enjoy the irony, by the way. Yeah. I'm not irritated or anything. I do enjoy the irony of like me continue trying to get in something. You're like, give me a second. I got one more song. And then, <laughs> and, then it, and my joke the entire time, of course, is going, look, on September, on the, for, on the, you tweeted on September. And then when it finally you stop it, I'm like, on September, you're like, hold on. Uh, I'll go back and do it if I have to. There is a disproportionate. <laughs> Right, I think you, you read first. that on the, I'll do one. Uh, I drink... Mo, uh, TJ writes, I drink Mucinex socially. Hey, buddy. How many that's people drink pinned the- to the profile. <laughs> yep, that's my pinned tweet. What? What are you going to do about it? It's my account. I'll do what I like. Uh, this is really nice. You wrote, my mother sort of hoards vases, so for her birthday, I bought her enough flowers to fill them. Yeah, this is a nice guy. You know it's what's a nice funny guy. is you're like owing oh, after finding out that somebody hoards it. It's not a bad thing that she does it, but she did. She had 25 vases. Which is ridiculous. Glass vase. That's a lot it's ridiculous. of vases. And one vase is so ridiculous. I filled all of them. It was much more expensive than I thought. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm a good son. You know, I got that Yogi Bear 3D money. So I went ahead and did it. But, but you know- uh, she, well, I got to say, though, that she, uh, she loved it. And I said, you know, and part of this is you can look at some of these vases and give them away or get rid of them, donate them. So it was sort of a two-part gift of sort of saying minimize your life, but also look how beautiful it is when you all of these vases are used. She said, well, I'm embarrassed because I have so many vases. I said, no, this is what it was for. This is why you sort of hoarded all these vases was for this birthday, and now you can get rid of some of the vases. And as I left, I got to tell you, and my mother, uh, Dr. Leslie Miller, is just an amazing woman. She actually, she's in jail right now, as we speak. For vase, vase theft. No, no, yeah. no. Uh, it's, a, it's, actually, it's actually because she, uh, she works at a jail as a psychologist at a, at a women's jail. So I, she is in jail right now. Uh, she's working. But she said, I'm so embarrassed. And I told her, you know, these are the vases. And uh, as I left town to come back here to perform for all of you guys, because that's my job, uh, as I left, I said, I, you know, I love you, mother, and... And I hope that you, you loved your vase present. She goes, I did. I really did. She goes, but, um, you know, now that I see them all out, I, you know, I'm looking around. I'm like, well, I don't have anything like that one. And this one's really, you know, I can't get rid of that one. And I was like, so you're, you're going to get rid of some of them, right? And she's like, I can't. <laughs> ah! 
This is what Cash Levy said. I just want to read this. But I you, love you it. remember my vase theory? I think vases are, are they shouldn't exist because really they're just a way that we uh, can monitor how bad an earthquake is. You know. It's always just like, yeah, six vases broke. It's like, why do you have six vases in California? Why well, are what? you leaving things around? They're a little yeah. like, it's, it should be... Well, I snurred it. It should be a Richter scale. It should be a vase scale. I snurred yeah. it. You know, it should be a vase scale. Yeah. This it's is a, it's a this seven, is a, it was a seven quake on the, on the vase scale. This is a seven vase quake. Cash writes, from this day forth, armpits will be referred to as tickle flaps. Hashtag tickle flaps. Yeah, we I call love that. Flaps. I want that to be the we case. We call them tickle flaps around my house. I, I'll joke with my kids. I'll be like, when you were sleeping last night, you left your tickle flaps open. And, uh, and then, you know, so they, they know to keep their, their, arm, their arms down. You're, it's a sad thing, and many of these humans, it's a sad thing, and many of, there's a disproportionate amount of people in Las Vegas who have, who have a pronounced limp when you have a theory as to why. When I have a theory as to why, I'll get back to you. This is my first time reading. Um, <laughs> But then you wrote, and I thought this was really funny, it's a sad thing, and many of these humans in Las Vegas are lopsided, or so it seems. I, re- I tweeted, it's sad how many people in Las Vegas are lateral. <laughs> There's a lot of people in Vegas that are just, too drunk to be yeah, upright. Just, They've lost so much money, they're lateral. Lateral people. Yes. Yeah, Las Vegas. Prostrate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got to go maskers. Let's yeah. do maskers. Should yeah, we do maskers real maskers, quick? Yeah. Do real quick maskers. Now... Maskers is not about masks, okay? And I Okay, it's uh, it's ask the masters. Maskers, is what it is. can you guys play maskers? And, that, got, uh, and now yeah. we got a bunch of people who brought masks and again, I'm saying that is a very scary, that is a very scary skeleton mask. It has nothing to do with masks. All right? Like 85% it's ask of superheroes. The we this is Maskers. Right, Maskers, uh, this is uh, uh, Steve uh, McEachern writes, uh, is a fight between two jackasses a donkey brook? Yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty good. You like that one? Yes, uh, I think yes. Dusty Wade writes, if you run a Fleetwood Mac album through a paper shredder and scatter it in your yard, would that be considered, quote, spreading rumors? <laughs> yes. Ooh, that's uh, complicated Justin one. Mingle writes, new guy here, if Dr. Seuss were to tell the story of Anne Frank, would he call it, quote, Horton Hears a Jew? <laughs> we got to laugh about it, guys. It's a goddamn disaster. Live maskers, Jody Spolsky. Yeah. I like that, although we just got the rights to make it just the Emoji Movie. So, so that's happening. Okay, they're trying right. to get us out they're of here. Anybody else? Any more live maskers? Live maskers. Anybody want to ask a question? You can ask us about anything. Any ma- no? Oh, it's, it's kind of true that you're nervous. All right, I'll ask one. Uh, what's the best uh, podcast festival in the United States? The uh, Los Angeles Podfest. Yeah! yeah! Hey, we gotta go. This is it. We Thank gotta go. Thank you so much. They put up the Thank house you lights. So much. Thank you guys. Thanks for having go us. Go enjoy the rest of the festival. Thank you. Give yourselves a round of applause for coming out and being so fun. Thank you. Oh, we have presents. Now leaving nerdist.com.